Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Cold Warning. It was written by Scott D. Anielowski, and it was updated to the seventh edition by Oscar Rios and Tim McGonagall. It's available from Golden Goblin Press. Zane Fleming is our game master, and this is episode four. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Zane? You are muted. <laughs> As we left off in the last game, um, there'd been two deaths. Uh, Dominic had, or Tony, had uh, killed over and died at the table. And Rose had jumped off the balcony. Um, but Jasmine uh, saw, looked up to see Rose standing on the balcony before entering one of the bedrooms. Uh, so Jasmine, I'm going to get you to take a do a sanity check for me, please. And where was everyone else in relation to the room and things at that point? I had rushed to Rose the, when there was the thud to see if she needed, yeah, see how she was. Okay, cool. Um, I, I think I was. Um, oh, I was. I was uh, um, examining the body and then. Um, I, I too had gone to, to check on Rose. Okay, that's right. I think, yeah, you were dealing with the, the first body. Uh, Jasmine, how'd you do? Failure. 87. Okay. Uh, give me, you're, you're pretty shaken by this whole situation and you've seen two people die. So let's give me a, give me a 1d6. Five. Uh, okay, give me a uh, what's it? An intelligence? Yeah. I yeah. So. Let's see if you know what's going on. <laughs> uh, that would be a extreme ten out of extreme pass. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, okay, roll a one d eight. Game's just started. Four. All get? right, Tom, what is number four? Um, uh, uh, amnesia for 1d10 rounds. We keep getting that one. <laughs> and you you forget the last one to six hours. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll get you. That, that's rolled. So, um, yeah, you just completely blank. Um, you kind of, you have a bit of a blackout moment and um, you forget the, the next... Or the last uh, uh, roll a roll a one d ten real quickly. See how long you. Uh, I got two. Say for Close, two rounds. Two hours. Oh, sorry, two rounds, and you've you've forgotten the last. One d six. One d six hours. Let's. Five. Cool. Yep. Well, the plus with that is you're the only one who saw Rose. You don't remember anything since we've left. <laughs> Pretty much, you jumped from probably getting in the car back at Bangor to now sitting in the lobby of the hunting lodge. Um, now, Miles. All out of your mind. Miles and Tom, uh, no, sorry, uh, Neville. Miles oh, and Neville. Um, you guys went to inspect Rose's body. Uh, yeah, she's dead. You guys get there. She's got a broken neck. Um, yeah, from, the, you know, which you'd, you'd assume is obviously from the fall. Um, yeah, but as far as you guys can tell, there's there's no other 
sort of forms of, you know, anything. Ah, this isn't pretty. Doctor. Uh, I don't I... understand why all of these people are just dropping dead all of a sudden. What the hell is going on here? Did did anyone see her see her fall from up there, or, or did anyone catch a glimpse? Well, no, I just heard a thud. Miss uh, Rossi, no, Ms. I, was, uh, I was at the the table with uh, with the rest of you gents. Uh, where did that? Uh, where did uh, Burgess run off to? Mumbling, mumbling his head off there. Yeah, I, I heard him saying, like, talking to himself about voices and and something's. They're they're coming, and it, something has to be done. Well, uh, but between you and me, there, I've always had a bit of a funny feeling about him. He's a bit of an odd one. He's been here for a few days now, but he keeps to himself. You know, a bit of a weirdo. Did so, did, did he come after you arrived, or was he no, here already? No, he, he was here. He was here before I got here. Yes. Okay. M- Miss Roth, are you okay? You uh, look disoriented. Uh. uh, uh. Weren't we just in a truck? Uh, you, you don't recall what's happened here? No. Uh, no. Why don't you uh, come and sit down on the couch? No, right, sit, sit down, child. Have a have a wee whip of the a, a wee whip of this. It's just, it's just stress of this medicinal brandy. Okay. I I swear, like I just remember sitting right next to you, grandfather, and I remember sitting right next to Joe. You, you've had a nasty shock. Oh, but what you, happened? You could be in shock. Here, put this blanket around you. Keep yourself we'll, warm. We'll, we'll go over that later. Just uh, just sit here and calm down. Your memory um, should be back in a few moments. Zane. Yes. Look, looking up at the balcony from, from which Rose fell, mm. um, is it intact? It looks to be, yeah. It, like there doesn't see, like from where you are looking up at it, it just the banister's not broken or anything. So she fell over rather than through. Hmm. Or no, she I got up seen... on the banister and jumped. I haven't seen Mister Stanton in a few minutes. Maybe he's. Uh, he said he was ill. Maybe he's been poisoned as well. We better check on him. Ah, you best go and check on him. I'll, um, I'll go upstairs. I'll uh, I'll attend to Jasmine. Okay, so Neville, you're going upstairs. Yeah, I'll go as well. Do we know the room that uh, the other gentleman? Yeah, is- uh, Aaron. What number room did I give you? In the end? I believe it was room seven from memory. Three. Three. Do we? Three. Do we know the room of Burgess, the the gentleman uh, with the beard and glasses? Who- no, no, you wouldn't know which room. Which All right, in, but you can ask. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Doctor Doctor Wentworth. Before we head up to to check on Aaron, now, yes, do, yes. do you know the the room of Burgess? Uh, we can go check on him too. He seemed quite disturbed. Yes. Yes. Well, he's in he's in room number five. All right. We'll swing by after we we check in with Aaron. Right. Yes. Uh, Mr. Stanton, are you all right? Um, you guys hear some some shuffling from uh, behind the the door, and. Um, the uh, the door opens and you see Aaron, uh, and he's wrapped up in a in a dressing gown, and he does look, he does look quite like pale, um, just a little, a little under the weather. How are you feeling? That's the last uh, that food that I had earlier. Uh, I mean, it was good going in, but 
Maybe uh, just turn up a little bit of heat on the steak next time, Harry. Yeah, uh, yeah it was the last time I eat from that place. I'm, I'm uh, afraid we just had two people, people downstairs pass away. Really? And uh, we were just hoping that you weren't poisoned or anything, or it wasn't the food. Just a bit of, just a bit of food poisoning. Um, I well, I, I, I suggest if you can, uh, if you can burn, get it, get rid of it. If there's something. Well, I've been, I've been getting rid of it, but on the the other end. Ah, uh, well, maybe uh, uh, mm. Lovely. Um, <laughs> well, you asked. Well, take take it easy. Uh, we'll we'll keep you informed. But but, but who's who's who? Uh, said two people died. What happened? The uh, the gangster fellow downstairs. Was a gangster um, here? And his daughter. There's a gangster. And well, what kind of place are we at now? Uh, it's supposed to be at a hunting lodge, not not some uh, cheap gangster item. It's not like my jazz club back at home. We had a few of those type of people there. Well, it's a secluded. Somebody got shot. No, nobody somebody got shot. shot. It, it looks like poisoning, but we're not sure yet. Doctor's doing an exam. You sure it wasn't the food? Well, that's why we're worried about you. Uh, did you guys eat anything here? Yeah, I ate some food, but I feel fine. Okay. Um, well, Miles, well, well. are you going to check the uh, Mr. Burgess? Yes. Yeah, I'm all, uh, he's room five. He's just... just you know down here. Let me let me get a little cleaned up. I'll I'll try to head down there and help you fellas out too. Well, um, if you're feeling okay, yeah, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, now if I have to run straight up here to the bathroom, don't mind me. I'll probably be back and forth to that toilet. So, um, but I'll I'll try to lend a hand where I can. Jesus. Keeper, being the suspicious man that I am, and and everything. Can I do uh, like a spot hidden or a psychology roll to see how I feel about Mr. Stanton? Sure. Like if you're in bed with all those in bed clothes, why do you have those big heavy boots on your feet? <laughs> and those gloves. Uh, I got a 59. What is that? I passed it by one point. Um, was that a psychology or? A... Oh, that was spot hidden. Um, so I actually had Miles do a spot in as well. Yeah, and I chat and he passed. So you guys, uh, Aaron closes the door and you guys are kind of walking towards Arthur Burgess's room, and you both sort of stop each other and you look at each other and go, "Did Aaron always have green eyes? Did Aaron always have green eyes?" Well, I'm not really used to. Uh staring into the eyes of a uh, of a person that I meet, but uh, why? Yeah. You don't... Are we... Are the we... reason you noticed, because they were very striking. So that's why you're surprised that... They're very striking now? Yeah. Like, that you... One of the first things you noticed when you opened the door, you were like, huh... And so you're surprised that you hadn't noticed if he had green eyes in the past. Now, yeah, because uh, they did stand out. Miles, is there any kind of a drug that you know of that would change the color of somebody's eyes? Not that I know of. I, I know there's uh, some uh, drops some of the ophthalmologists put in one's eye that changes the color a little bit, but that's usually to yellow, not to green. Huh. 
Yeah, and it uh, dilates the pupil. Yeah. I have to ask the doctor that. There's something odd going on here. Should uh, Are you going to go down, or do you want to come with me quick just I'll, to check I'll out? I'll come with you. Cool. So while you guys are uh, walking over to, to Arthur Burgess' room, I'm quickly going to have uh, jump back downstairs to Dr. Richard and Jasmine. You guys are in the living room, and, and uh, uh, they've uh, Dr. Quinton Wentworth has, has brought over some, some warm tea for you, Jasmine. <laughs> Just drink that, young young lady. It'll help. Ease the nerves. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Dr. Quentin Wentworth. <laughs> Pleasure. Yes. Uh, can I do anything else for you, uh, uh, Dr. Richard? Is, is it, could I help assist in any way? Um, well, I, I think, um, you know, just um, if you'd step over here just a second. Uh, yes. And yes. I'll, I'll just sort of move out of earshot because I don't want to alarm Jasmine any further mm-hmm. because it looks like she's had quite an upset. But um, would you mind um, helping me uh, just uh, having a, a wee look at the, uh, at the young girl? <laughs> Um, yes, yes. Of course, no problem at all there. Now, I'd, I'd like to make um, a medicine roll. Okay. And I, I know that she's fallen off the balcony. Um, yeah. And broken her neck. Mm-hmm. That was but, the um, that was the the what the two detectives kind of ascertained. You'd probably be able to have a, a more proficient look well I'd, I'd like to just give her a, a, a quick examination and in particular um, the two things that I'd like to pay attention to um, mm-hmm. are whether there is um, anything under her fingernails mm-hmm. and um, having ex- examined her her father yeah um, was there physical evidence of a, of a poisoning? Um, give me give me a medical roll for, for for the father for that question, and then we'll go from there. That is thirty-seven out of seventy. So that's just a standard pass. Okay, so. In your time as a doctor, and you would deduce from the way he was acting, and, and so and so and so forth, that there because he did throw up as like before he was dying, and because of the pinprick in the neck, that would be your best guess. You think he has been poisoned? Uh, that was your that was what you believe from from Tony's uh, situation. Uh, if you want to do another role for so is that is that what you're looking for with with you're looking under the fingernails and whether I'm looking under the fingernails to see if there's any um, um, indication of a struggle mm-hmm. and by the same token also I mean if there's any sort of torn clothes things like that anything that might indicate a struggle um, but primarily just examining under her fingernails to see if there's any um, okay, well, that's probably going to be a spot hidden. So g- okay. give me a give me a spot hidden for that. That's a one. Yeah, it's a one. Okay. Yeah. 
So I've so got my is... microscope with me, clearly. So you've pulled uh, Dr. Quentin Wentworth and you're, you're having a look over Rose's body. And as you say, you're looking under the fingernails and around the hand. And she was wearing like a, like a white cardigan type thing. And you're, th- there seems to be some, some strange smudges on, uh, on the cardigan. And, and there is, look, looks like something is on the fingernails. It's not skin or anything like that, but it's, you'd almost take a guess that it would be makeup. Hmm. It's unusual because women are usually very fastidious. Because women are usually very fastidious about things like that. Um, Medicine-wise, mm-hmm. if I might make a, a, a medicine roll sure. for examining her, um, I'm, I'm assuming that, I mean, obviously in real life I'm not a doctor, but I'm assuming that if someone's been poisoned, there will be um, symptoms like fixed and dilated pupils. Um, There there, there will be discoloration of some sort. Um, There's some abnormality that will will point to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm looking for something like that. Uh, Okay, well, do me a medical check. The smell of almonds. 33 out of 70. That's a... I believe that's a hard yeah that's a hard cool so yeah you don't see any signs of uh of poisoning on rose but you do see the signs of poisoning on on tony right but hmm. it, it definitely looks like um rose has died from the broken neck though from your check you're not really sure if that was caused by the by the fall it doesn't the break doesn't seem to correlate with a fall. I kind see. of seems a bit too clean, probably more of a situation. So it looks like she potentially could have been um, killed and then chucked over the balcony. Yeah, that's that would be your guess. And and are you are you discussing this with Quentin as you're looking? Yes. Okay, so he's yeah. Quietly, you know, I don't, I don't want Jasmine to overhear this because sure. you know, she's already quite shaken up. And right, Jove, uh, oh, my, oh, my, oh boy, uh, I, I, I'd say you're right. And grandfather, what, what's up with that woman over there? Why is she laying down? I'm afraid she's had a terrible accident, dear. Uh, yes, yes, quite terrible accident. Like she fell. Uh, yes, Hi. yes, she dead. I'm afraid so, I. No, nothing for you to worry about there, though, uh, young lady. It's, it's fine here. Me, me and your grandfather have got it all under control. <laughs> Tell me, though, um, Doctor, what do you make of these these marks on the, on the cardigan? Uh, it looks like some sort of uh, clay or something. Hmm. Um, now, when you're as you're kind of going through uh, the thing, you also find um, there's something in the inside pocket of her cardigan, and you you pull that out, 
and it's a it's a black rose. Well, now there's a thing. Quite a strange thing to see at any time a black rose, but um give me give me a, a knowledge roll. I've no idea what that is. Yeah. I rolled an 86. No problem. I am not um, a botanist. Give me uh, Jasmine and Dr. Richard, give me spot hidden, please. I got a three. You got a three? Okay. Yep. Out of. I mean, it's an extreme, so yeah. I, I failed. Out of 30. Um, okay, so Jasmine, you... From where you're sitting on the couch, you can see through to um, the room where they... I, I guess a lot of the, the washing of the linen and stuff is done. So there's a few things sort of hung up and about. Um, and you can see a sheet a bed sheet that's been hung up and it's covered in black stains. So I'm going to leave you guys with that real quick and jump back up to Neville and Miles. So while that's going on downstairs, you guys have made it across to, uh, I believe it was room... Which room was it? Room five? Uh, yeah. Which was just kind of across the way. Burgess. Who is it? Who is it? It's it's miles. It's, it's no need to fear. They're coming. They're, they're coming. You, 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 you're working with them. You're working with them. I can't. Go away. Go away. Are you okay? Can we get you anything? I'm fine. I'm I'm fine in here. I'm I'm safe. They can't get to me in here. Well, what is it that you're afraid of? The spirits. The spirits. The spirits. Yes. yes. You're a, you're a believer in the supernatural. Oh yes. Yes. We should all be believers in the supernatural. Well, you do know that spirits can walk through walls and doors, so I don't see why you're safe in there. Wouldn't you be safer out here with us? I have made, I have made precautions. I have made precautions. I see. And I look over at Miles and I go, spiritual. Let's get downstairs and see what we can figure out with this. Uh, yeah. Can you guys give me spot hiddens, both of you? 48, it's a regular pass. 70. Okay. So as you guys are kind of walking towards the stairs and coming around, Miles, you happen to glance out the window as, as, as you're going past. And like I said, there's a pretty bad blizzard going on out there. You can't really see much. But it kind of, the, the blizzard sort of parts enough that you see another building not that far from from the lodge just like out the back it's a decent size you see another building hey that's that's funny Ned. i didn't know that there's another building out here i thought it was just this hunting lodge what what do you see show me hey, here look just just wait for the flurries to pass right right in there oh, is, the, it a, is it a garage or a barn or a it looked like a significant size building oh. so you guys um, didn't seem guys, to see since you're studying it a bit better and things you guys kind of look out and um you know uh, the the wind kind of parts enough and and you'd almost say you'd guess it'd be like a guest house like a, yeah okay like yeah guest cabin maybe you know in nice of yeah. nicer weather 
Interesting, Nav. Well, it's a hunting lodge, you know. What do you think the chances of maybe Marilyn being in there? Well, I'm saying this hushed. Certainly, it's possible. It's also possible that Marilyn's not even here. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things going on. Two dead now. The guy in number five freaking out. Well, it's a bunch of strange characters. Let's let's tackle one thing at a time. But it's good that you saw that. Maybe we'll, if the weather, you know, lacks up a little bit, we can take a look up there and see what we find. It might just be to get. It might be the place where. Uh, the, the uh, Indian felt folks live. I don't know. Let's uh, let's get downstairs. All right, Mister Burgess. If you need anything, please give us a call. <coughs> and there's no reply. Um, you guys go downstairs, and and um, pr- as they come downstairs, that's when Jasmine, you you've seen the sheets. Hey, uh, grandfather. Hi. Those those sheets in that lining room, uh, that particular one looks pretty like black, like black stains all over it. Yeah, it does. It's not too well washed, is it? I hope they don't put that. Wait, where are we again? We're in the, the hunting lodge, dear. We've uh, come here looking for your uh, your aunt Marlin. I remember. In being in a truck, but I didn't. I thought we were still in the truck. I just, I don't know, it's, it's confusing. Ugh. I so, think you must have nodded off or something. Neville and Miles, as you guys come down the stairs, you see that Dr. Richard is holding a black rose. Do we, we recognize that, don't we? It's like a mob symbol. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is the calling it's, card of the Reaper. Reaper. Richard. Dr. Richard. Where did you. Where did you find that, Jasmine? It was, uh, it was, it was inside the young lady's uh, cardigan. Miles and I sort of lean over to Miles and I say, "We have no idea who it is. Be careful. Don't say anything." And that's really interesting. Aye, uh, but there's more. There's more of interest here. Look, and um, I'll, I'll show them what I've found. I say, "Look here. First of all, these unusual uh, dark stains here in the cardigan." Um, which uh, Jasmine just saw a, a sheet out there with, with the same stains on my, my my accent's going all over the place now. Um, it's stress. You know, I've travelled a lot, um, <laughs> but under her fingernails, you also notice. Um, I don't know what this is. Whether it's uh, looks like it might be makeup or something. Let's see. Just curious. Let me get a little bit of it and feel the texture. And does it feel like? Like foundational makeup, or yeah, cycled uh, makeup. Now here's the strange thing, though. If you look at the way she's fallen, and uh, the way in which her neck's broken, they they don't match up. What do you mean they don't match up? If she well, if she'd fallen, you'd expect a break. If you look at the way her neck's broken, that's more of a twist. Yes, yes, he's quite right. Yeah. It looks like her neck's been broken and then... Yeah, it's too clean a break. Balcony. This is side by side. It, it looks... Um, we need to get a list. I, I, would, 
I would hey. like to try a little experiment. I'm going to get... Any, any luck with uh, Burgess up there? Uh, no, he's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get a little, once again, a little bit of that makeup. And I'm going to smear it on her cheek to see if it's the same color that she's wearing. Give me a luck roll. Uh, 13. No, it's not. It's a lot darker. It's not the same color. Is there somebody else that might uh, just kind of thinking of the people we've seen in the lodge that it might match with? Well, wait, there's no... There's no other females here except for Hewitt. Well, that we're aware of. I don't think we have a list of all who's staying at the lodge, which we have to get. There's two murders side by side. We need to start going down the list of who was where, when, why. Pretty much almost as you say that, the back door that's over nearby the where the table was opens and someone enters with a big coat with fur kind of over the top and they pull the, the fur back and it's a woman. It's a, it's, she's quite dark skinned um, and she looks up and sees you and goes, who are you? What, what's happened? Um, Where's Stuart? Stuart's I, here. Uh, uh, pardon me, but who are you? I, I, I live here. I'm, I'm, I'm Avery Phillips. Miss Phillips, please come inside. Where were you just recently, a, f- a few uh, moments ago? Well, I, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm in the guest house. Well, please come inside. What is going on? Who, who are you people? Stuart, Stuart. Uh, give me, give me uh, spot hidden dice. Eighteen. Oh, Avery Phillips, you said? 20. Avery Phillips. 25. Um, Miss Phillips doesn't look very healthy. Um, how did you do, Doctor? Uh, that, was a, that was a standard pass. Okay. As a doctor, and actually probably, you know, as the Miles and Neville, you've seen this kind of look before. It's usually something you associate with people who have a severe drug takers. Uh, please, Miss uh, Phillips, would you join us? I'm afraid there has been a murder. What? What? No. This is Stuart. Stuart! No, no, no. Stuart's fine. Uh, and I, I go over to him and I say, there's nothing to worry about. You were obviously not here at the time. I'm going to check out her fucking makeup. I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah it's probably it's it's a similar color without putting it directly like on her but you from what you sort uh, of you got at, something on your face <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna do that <laughs> maybe is she is she fully clothed like gloves and everything the only skin showing is just in her face Yes, I guess the question is, when I look at her, is she wearing makeup? Uh, maybe a little. Okay. But like I said, predominantly, she just looks quite ill. 
very bloodshot eyes and you know the I'm going here, to I keep an eye on my, my medical bag so Stuart has uh, has come in and he goes I, I'm, I'm so sorry I heard someone calling uh, Avery Avery are, are you alright sorry I, I completely forgot uh, that you were out in the guest house uh, uh, I'm so sorry uh, gentlemen how, uh, this is Avery Phillips uh, she's the resident nurse here nurse yes yes I suppose you do have accidents every once in a while. This is a hunting lodge, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's all right, Avery. We we seem to have uh, had a slight issue with with some uh, some some people have passed away. Rose and and her father. Um, Stuart, do you uh, are there many other people staying at the lodge right now, or are are we talking like maybe just a dozen people, or? more or? oh oh no just uh let me see There's is myself. this everyone uh, uh yeah the, myself Akshak heard it obviously in avery we're the staff uh then we have uh, dr wentworth uh, uh, arthur burgess and um and, and now you you folks oh and obviously the 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 the, the father and the daughter who passed away um is there any ways upstairs from the outside of the building no Afraid not, unless someone's brave enough to to take on the uh, the piping. Oh, well. I, I look over at Miles and I see. So it's not likely that somebody could go from upstairs to outside and come in. Aaron, have you come down now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, Aaron's. I, I, yeah. Cool. Um. So. Uh, I, I'm afraid since there's been a murder and we're investigators, we're going to have to have you all sit here and have to ask some questions. Uh, um, right. Hang on. So, okay, I, I come down and I'm looking around and seeing all these other things. But one of the things that was brought up earlier is that sheet with the black marks on it or black stains. Yeah. Mm. Um, if I noticed it, um, are those stains familiar? Are they like the same sort of stains we've seen at the uh, the Sutton place? You'd probably gonna have to go and have a, a closer inspection to ascertain. But I mean, does it? I mean, from from where I'm standing, it, it, it kind of looks familiar. Yeah. So exactly. I'll 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 um, tap either Neville or Miles, and I'll say, doesn't that look a little familiar? Remember I'll the, say it's, I'll say you tap Miles because Neville's pretty occupied. Okay, so yeah, sorting I'll, out I'll people. Tap yeah. I'll tap him. I'll say, doesn't that seem kind of familiar to you? Uh, remember seeing something like that um, at the Sutton's place in the bedroom? Mm, that's right. Now I haven't gotten too close to it, but I guess if we walk close to it. Didn't the the stains um, at the Sutton's place didn't have a certain smell to it that's yeah they sure did is, is this having a similar is this triggering any memories here are you guys going to go into yeah. the room to go smell yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Could I... to check it out okay so you get you guys go in uh into the into the room you sort of slip away from the you know neville seems to be getting people's attention in, in the main room um, and yeah, you go in and you look at the sheet, and yeah, you are getting that same pungent 
smell that you got from back at uh, back at the Sutton home. So this, def- this this definitely connects connects it to what happened at the Sutton's place. Yeah. So this- either you know either Maryland is here or well we'll we'll have to investigate, but. I've noticed um, not far from here, it looks like there's a cabin separate from this hunting lodge. Yeah, the uh, guest house. Yeah, guest house. Apparently where Mrs. Avery Phillips lives. Um, I, I need, once again, I need to do an experiment. Uh, but I need the ladies here. Um, uh, I promise uh, you're not going to be harmed in any way. I pull out my business card which is white on the back. And I, uh, what I want to do is get a little bit of it rubbed on the lady's skin, including Hewitt, and in different spots, and then do the same thing with the dead body and see if there's any matches. Now that it's on white, it's really obvious to see the differences in color. Yeah. So you're, this is, you're taking the, the makeup that seems to be off rose like right. the, on the thing and you'll match it matches the, anything yeah to hood it avery and that's it correct yeah those are the only women here right yeah yeah does does it look like that darker color might match any of the gentlemen's skin tones what are you talking about men don't wear makeup um possibly uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a chuck but that's just because he's the same color as He's the same skin tone as, as Hooded. Just um, trying to not rule out everything without contemplating it first. Um, but it, it seems to be a... You, you're kind of going along and they're sitting there and it, it's a similar color to Avery. It could it could be. But it's not the same color? It, it could be if she wasn't kind of looking so pale because of her illness. Oh well, like like I say, his her paleness wouldn't make any difference. It's the color of the makeup. Right. Give me give me a um. I don't know. Um. Just uh, give it a spot hidden. Okay, I got a fifty-two. <laughs> I'm like just I pass. What's a ro- uh, What's a roll for <laughs> makeup color? Um. <laughs> it's not the same color. Okay. All right. So I, I just sort of look over at Miles and show him the card. Hmm. How many... Uh, we should do a periphery check of the building to see how many entrances there are. This is... Uh, we need a head count and uh, access points. It's at that moment that you all hear a howl and a window smash. What was that? And God, blood curdling screams. Mr. Burgess, you better run up. Yeah, I run right upstairs. Um, so everyone obviously does this, you know, they, they kind of all rush to the stairs and, and everyone goes up and, and Miles, you get to, um, you, you get to Burgess's door and you can hear there, there's definitely a struggle going on on the other side. I try to the door immediately. That, the door's locked. Kick okay. the fucking door in. Yeah, I'm big, strong. I'm barreling that door down. Yeah. Oh, give me a strength check. Uh, 52, but my strength is 70. Awesome. So, yeah, you 
shoulder barge that door, uh, bust the door open, just as you see a Wendigo has Arthur Burgess in its clutches and is pulling him out the window. He just is screaming Dear and just God. reaching for you as uh, he pulls the Arthur Burgess out of sight. Um, you run to the window and you can see the Wendigo dragging Arthur off into the, into the woods. No, I've got to run into my room and, and grab my uh, the rifle that I mm-hmm. just purchased. Sure. Well, one of one of those things that that we ran into chasing us out of the train and beyond. It was just here. It just grabbed Burgess and dashed out the window with him. Good God in heaven! Sand rolls. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, okay. um, Avery, Judith, oh, all of them are, are freaking out. Um, Jasmine, actually, give me a give me a language check to see if you can understand what uh, what Hudit is screaming. I got a sixteen. Over. 30. Okay, okay, sweet. So, who passed the sand? Oh, everybody. Oh, just take just take one, uh, Aaron. Um, yeah, if you well, if you if you failed, um, just do a 1d3 on the sand. Do, do I gotta do a roll for sanity? I, no, I, I wasn't right by there or anything, but no, you, you than, probably okay. just stayed down. You were listening to it scream. I got what, it. What you do, Aaron? Still under the influence of your last one, then you don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, we got it. Go. You said if we pass, we, we just take one, yeah, correct. We gotta go after him. It's dragging him into the woods. This, he's not gonna stand a chance. I, but Jasmine, uh, um, it is screaming and you're, you're making out little bits because Chuck is trying to calm her down. But the gist of it you're getting is he's brought the devil to this house. Ever since he brought her here, he has brought the devil to this house. I, I, as, as the creature heads off in this time, as quickly as I can gain my senses, I run downstairs, uh, out the front door and stand in shouting in the direction that it dragged off and yell, uh, Burgess, Burgess, can you hear me? You can still hear him screaming and he's left the trail of blood in the snow. It's still a blizzard, though, going on right now, isn't it? Yeah. God. It's eased off a little bit, but it's still, you know. If we don't go after him, he's not going to stand a chance. All right. I don't know that we would stand a chance out in this blizzard. Well, if we hurry, we don't have to go too far. It can't be taking him too far. Because Burgess was a big guy. Let's go. All right, shotgun ready, unlatched. And before you, before Neville and Miles are going to leave, I'm going to run up to them and pull them to the side and said, "Hey, that woman over there said some, started jamming off some crazy. I understood her, but she said she was speaking uh, on a rack, and uh, she had said something about like uh, he had brought the devil to this house." 
ever since she came. I don't know exactly what exactly what she's saying, but it was that woman over there with the boy. I don't know their names, right. but you know, ordinarily I'd say that sounds like nonsense, but from what I just saw, I think that's not far from the truth. Let's go. Well, we'll, we'll take a minute. Yeah. Okay, Start so Miles and Neville, you've run off into the snow. Um, I'll come back to you guys in just a bit. What is Jasmine, uh, Dr. Richard, what are you guys doing? I'm going to go, like, I'm still kind of, like, out of it. I'm just going to yeah. just stay next to my grandfather because that's, I, I I don't know any of these people. only person yeah. I recognize is Stuart, and I'm wondering why we're, like, t- even on t- speaking terms with that dude. I'm just, like. Mm. Stuart seems to be trying to calm the women down and, and, and calm everyone down and sort of get things under control. Um, yeah. Cool. So, Aaron, what yes. are you doing? So, um, I went and I grabbed my rifle. The question is, um, from where I'm, I'm at in my room, do I have a, would I have a clear shot at the uh, Wendigo as it's going off into the woods? No, probably not. All right. Well, it'll happen the, very quick. Okay, well then, what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab my box of uh, rounds. I'm going to head downstairs, and um, I'm going to basically try to tell uh, everybody to, if you don't have a weapon, get down or go, you know, huddle somewhere in the middle of the the, the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell the rest of the guys who are listening to uh, set up like defensive uh, stations around the entrances and windows or whatever just in case this yeah. thing comes back and get a weapon ready have it have a round chamber and everything like that so basically cool. i'm uh, holding my action until this thing comes <coughs> out. sure okay cool so let's jump out to our intrepid travelers out in the out the woods so it is it's pretty cold you seem to be uh, able to follow the tracks pretty clearly as i can right. as i say well as Give we're me, going yeah as, as we're going, because we have to wade through the snow. Yeah. yeah. It's at least up to your knees. I'm like, yeah. oh. we probably have to kind of yell to each other, even though we're right yeah. next to each other. Yeah. We, we shouldn't go out too far, but because we'll get lost and this will overcome us, but we've got to at least try at least yeah. 100 yards out. All right. Well, now that we're out here all by ourselves, and I look back to make sure nobody's following us, I'm like, here we go. We got the process of elimination. Uh, Dr. Sinclair is much too old. Uh, Jasmine is much too young. Uh, the other doctor, he's way too fat. Uh, the two Indians live here. Avery lives here. I don't see how anybody can be uh, the Reaper, except maybe for Aaron. Well, I, I you. It could be you. <laughs> but I don't think it's you. One of us. Huh? Nah, nah, I don't know. I, I, I'm suspicious of Aaron, but any one of them could have done it. Dr. Richard may be old, but he's very knowledgeable. I mean, wouldn't take much. Yeah, but is he like, we've seen the sign that it's the Reaper. Yeah, but we came downstairs and he had the black rose. Uh, we don't know how he got that. Maybe he planted it. I'm not saying, I don't think it's him. I'm just saying 
I don't know. I'm not so certain that it's Aaron. Then I'd say our most likely suspect is Aaron. Yeah, he wasn't... Unless, wait, unless Mr... Unless uh, our host, whose name is... Oh, Stuart. Stuart, because he travels back and forth between here and uh, Arkham, maybe he's the, the killer. But why kill these people now? I mean, they're already here. He could have picked them off a long time ago. The, the sequencing of, of death doesn't make a lot of sense. First with Joseph, where it all started. Then Dr. Herod, that didn't fully add up. Now these two mob, not, not two mobsters, the mobster and his daughter. But it started when we arrived. Yeah. Okay, can you both give me, uh, both give me luck rolls. Ooh, 19. 97. Oh, God. Okay, as you guys are having this conversation, you guys are kind of yelling over each other. You're not really paying attention to your surroundings that well. Um, So, Miles, as you're watching Neville, all of a sudden, (laughs) he gets tackled to the ground, and there's a windbreak hitting right on top of his chest, uh, and he's about to clomp down his jaws. So... Each all of us do dex rolls, and we're going to see who's going to make the first. It's on me. Oh, oh no! Oh my, my dex is not very dexterous. I got a forty-one. Yeah, I failed by nineteen. Okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, the creature got a twelve. Oh God! So I'm going to roll. He is going to come down with his jaws. This is not going to die. I'm assuming you're going to attempt to dodge Neville. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, you can try and maybe squirt. I don't know, you know, try. Uh, oh. Nope, I failed. <laughs> oh, crap. You're drag he your an, body back 100 yards. <laughs> he got an O2. Let me just oh, get Oh, uh, Jugular. Okay, bite. Okay, that is a... 1d4 plus 2. That's 6. 6 hit points. So he takes a he takes a chunk out of his shoulder. Um, I've only got 3 hit points left. Miles? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, what is it called? A, a windigo. Windigo. It's a, a, what kind of a wound? A major wound. Major wound, yeah. So so you're, you're bleeding out for sure. So if you don't get I like serious medical attention soon, I'm it's to stick him in the eyes. <laughs> Miles, um, what are you gonna do? Okay, if uh, if I have presence of mind, if I'm not being affected by a sanity roll first from seeing this, then I'm gonna take the shotgun, just shove it into the thing, and and unload both barrels. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll let you do that. Give me. Um, we were relatively close, so I'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. close, like maybe oh, yeah, one totally. step and a, and right into him. Okay, give me. Um, so we're gonna get you to do two rolls for me. One, I'm okay. just gonna roll just straight up damage uh, for point black range of a shotgun, which that'll be a bunch of decreases. Oh. Okay. Um, and I'm also gonna get you to roll a spot hidden. Well, 
Okay, so first D6s? Yeah. Okay, point blank, it, it's... Oh, wow, that's 4D6. Yeah, I mean, if you don't kill it, there's something seriously wrong with it. <laughs> hey, how I've been rolling last game? Oh, there we go. Uh, 5, 9, 10, four, 14. That's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, let me just double check. What kind of gun was that? A uh, uh, shotgun. It's a, a double barrel. All right. Any collateral damage? <laughs> oh, I shoved it into the thing. I, I'm not standing back and spraying the two of you. I shoved it into it and pulled the trigger. Yeah. Well, we're that close. Um, now give me a spot hidden, Miles. Spot hidden. Oh, 14. Okay. Uh, that's that's a, 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 a real good success. Uh, whatever. Hard success. Thank you. Hard success. Um, cool. So you put the thing in, you pulled the trigger, just out of the corner of your eye, you saw another Wendigo coming for you. Oh, geez. Does, does that spot hidden give me a, a bonus on dodge? or? I'm, I'm going to give you, you... You've seen it coming in enough time to dodge. Because it was either because you were doing that, it was either going to get you or I'm giving you time to dodge. So I'll let you do a do a dodge roll. Okay. Dodge roll, no bonus. Oh, two. Oh, okay. Yep. You you managed to to sort of roll and get out of the way um, as it kind of comes down. Um, right. So now we're going to do dex rolls for Neville Miles and the creature, this new creature, to see who who's quicker. 93. <laughs> 57. 28. Miles. Miles. Um, okay. I've been in love with you for the last 35. <laughs> it's going to smell the blood coming from Neville and know that he's a sitting duck. So. Well, I'm a laying duck. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to go for, um, he is going to go for, you, Neville. I'm gonna try to punch him in the face when he comes at me. Okay, so roll me a um, yeah, roll me roll me a, a, a dodge. I'm not gonna get because you're pretty weak, so you can have a, a what do you call it? A seventy-five. Ah. So yeah, the creature sort of lands, looks up at you, Miles, and then looks back at Neville, and then it just reaches arms back and smashes and decapitates Neville's head from. Oh shit! Oh god. So. Miles, uh, please give me a sentry. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, no. No, 78. Oh, that's double what I have. I've got 30. Yeah, yeah I really fail. <laughs> um, okay, give me. That's pretty horrific to see your, your partner. Yeah. Decapitated. So give me, uh, give me a 1d6. 1d6. Four. Oh, plus one. Oh, oh, ah, that, that knocks me into bad land. <laughs> oh, so you, have, okay, so give me a give me a intelligence roll. Right, I, I think I, known. I, I, I kind of know what happened. <laughs> Neville's head is over there. <laughs> oh, well, had, had I known, I, I should have had a green piece of cloth I could throw over. My <laughs> Just like ninety-four. Apparently, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Okay, right. so oh, that's good. That's good. So yeah, you've just sort of, but you've still got this Wendigo to deal with. Um, so now he's 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 done his action though. Like so, he swiped at Neville, 
and you were a bit shocked, but you you weren't you you didn't lose it completely. So, what do you want to do? You want to lay another round into this guy? Uh, I, I want to, but unfortunately, it's a double barreled, and I fired both barrels. So I got to spin my action, back stepping and loading. You do have your hunting. You do have your knife. I believe I gave you a hunting knife. I do. Yeah, I do have the hunting knife. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the time. This is the time to pull it out. Ah! Jesus. <laughs> okay. I got yeah, my so, lunge so, at it. Cool. No. Right, I'm gonna give you a bonus dice on that just for the <laughs> badassness that you actually have a knife ready to go. <laughs> He's okay. Very okay. <laughs> Cool. So how'd you do? Oh, okay, here we go. Oh, crud. Okay, is that a, okay. 54 out of, um, it's a brawl, right? Yes. Brawl, 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 brawl. that would be under B. I'm terribly sorry. That's all right, no problem. Firearms, gotcha. Okay, it is under brawl, right? Oh, here it is, here it is. Fighting ball. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow, I did it. Wow, I'm a good fighter. Yeah. Nail that guy. Uh, I've got a 70 brawl. Boom. Sorry for the stall there. <laughs> Building. No ah. um, and I gave you a bonus. Did, so what you? What number oh, did you get? Oh, yeah. Okay, so 54 and the uh, and the, oh, and then uh, 34. Oh, yeah. So he got a 40. So good thing I gave you that bonus. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you kind of just lose it and you... <sighs> bury your hunting knife right into the thing, like under the jaw, right into the thing's skull. The blade comes up the top and it just sort of... And you're looking into the face of the Wendigo and you can see... You, you can still see the remnants of the human it used to be. Oh, God. Um, which just, just rocks you to the... Like, this whole thing is just completely rocks you to the core. Um, everyone back at the house... You, got, you guys have heard the screams and, and the yells going on, and you've heard the gunshots. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I go, I go, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> There's no mistaking Neville's death. He's decapitated. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, so, <coughs> so, after hearing the gunshots, I'm gonna run out, and um, they were making their way towards the, the, uh, the other uh, guest house, right? No, they were they were making their way out, kind of to, to the side of the the thing. But the tracks that were left have now been covered over, but because of the blizzard, so you can't be a hundred percent sure in okay. which direction they went. I'm gonna go towards the guest house because I, I would think that uh, that's okay. where they were headed. No problem. Um, so you 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 head over to to the guest house. Um, and you get there, and there's so it's it's a similar sized building to to the main main hall. Um, not obviously not quite as big, but it's the same sort of uh, kind of setup, same shape. You go up the balcony, and um, there's a there's a door, and the door is locked. There's a big padlock on the door. All right, I'm gonna try to pick the lock then. But first, I'll knock. Okay. Uh, there's no answer. All right, I'm gonna to try to pick the lock. Cool. Uh, no, I didn't. I got a 93 out of uh, 
it's, it ain't it ain't a ninety. So yeah, <laughs> right. so I fail, but it's a ninety three. Cool. It's not it's not a critical fail, but it's close. Give me a spot hidden. Uh, this is one of my worst skills. I did not make that either. Uh, okay. Sixty three out of thirty. Cool. Uh, what would you like to do then? Uh, is there a window next to the door? Uh, there's, yeah, there's one next to the door. I'll smash it. I'll smash in the window. Okay, no problem. Um, so you smash in the window, uh, and then I'm assuming you're going to crawl in. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So you crawl in. Um, give me a dex roll, just to make sure you don't gash okay, yourself Jack. up. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard. So. Cool. So yeah, you um, you kind of slip in, and you're in a bathroom. The first thing you notice is you're hit with that stink. The same like sour that's smell. The, yeah, exact same thing. smell. Yeah. Is it is it dark in here? Um, it's it, there's a light coming in from the window, but there's no light on, so it's like a okay. murky kind of yeah light. I'll I'll switch. You said it was a bathroom, so I'll switch from yeah. the bathroom light mm-hmm. and look, have a look around in the bathroom. Cool. So you notice that um, around the sink there is a lot of uh, kit for drug use. Mm-hmm. So there's like some syringes and something to sort of what do they call the the thing? Yeah, uh, tourniquet. Of, yeah. Yeah, there's a tourniquet and stuff and and. <clears throat> Basically, you you find some some drug stuff, and there's a spoon which it looks like it's been melted on the bottom and, and things like that. And um, is there uh, has a so is this uh, heroin or like yeah? Morphine? It looks like someone's got a pretty severe heroin habit. Is there any heroin lying around? Uh, give me spot hidden. Right. Nope. Hmm. There's, there's no heroin, but there's empty packages oh. that you would guess would have contained heroin. Because heroin is a good painkiller. Well, just it's at that moment that you hear a low oh. moan coming from the next room. Alright, I'm going to open it at the door and have my gun out. Cool. So you enter the main quarters of the room. There's a very dim light um, but there's enough to make out. You can see the place is a mess. There's just clothes strewn everywhere. Um, there's a bed off against the main wall, um, and in the bed is a severely pregnant woman um, with there's just black, looks like ink, just covering her body. There's stains everywhere. Um, she That's where the moan is coming from. Um, as you enter, walked into the room, you hear a crunch, and you look down, and you can actually see the bones and some of the the innards and things of what looks like an animal, like a small animal. And actually looking around the room, you can see that there's there's a few piles of of like kind of what look like dead animal carcasses, like small animals, like ferrets and stuff like that. Okay. I'll uh, walk towards the uh, the woman, though. Okay. As you get closer, you notice that she, you realize she's tied to the bed. She's tied down. 
do I notice who the, or recognize the woman? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Marilyn. It's Marilyn's son. Is she conscious? Kind of. She's moaning pretty, you know, she's just sort of I'll, like, uh, I'll, I'll take out the, the hunting knife that I, I purchased earlier. I'll cut her, her ties. Okay. Um, so when you do that, she sort of comes to a bit more and she sort of pulls away from you. And then she, 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 don't worry. Marilyn, I'm here. Um, I'm here to get you out of here and get you back home. No, it's 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 not it's not safe at home. I I have Stuart. He's looking after me. He needs. He's, this, he's helping me. Just looking after you, tying you down to a bed. It's it's for my own good. I can't I can't control it. I can't control. It. Here, let's let's get you to the main cabin. And I'll, I'll like I said, I'll cut her ties and I'll I'll help her up. She's willing to get up. She's very weak. She's very weak. So you're you're having to put. She's putting a, an extreme amount of weight on you, um, and, and 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 things. And, and she's I'll get still like murmuring a and, and, yeah. I'll and get saying, like a coat and, and something. She is freezing to the touch. By the way, okay. She's, she's yeah. like absolutely freezing to the touch. Yeah, I'll get get like a coat. I'll get her dressed and I'll get as like, as she as she um as you go to put a coat on, as she she pushes and goes, no, 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 it's too hot. It's too hot. Okay. And it's at that she she throws up, um, and she she hacks up, and it's just it's black, it's the inky black stuff just throws up through through her mouth, and she just dribbles all over her front and and, and things. And you look into the, the the black muck, and um, you can see remnants of animal bones and fur. And I thought I got food poisoning earlier. All right, let's get give you. Me, uh, let's... Give me a sand check yep. for, for witnessing all of this stuff. Yep. Uh, 33 out of 64. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, take take two. Take two. Okay. This is all pretty. Yeah. Pretty I, yeah. But I'm going to still get her out. I mean, if she doesn't want anything to wrap herself in, I'm going to get her to the main cabin. Um, it's at that moment that you hear the the front, like the door of the cabin, um, being unlocked. Good. Um, and oh, like wait, wait here for a moment, and and I'll get my gun ready. Cool. So the door opens, and it's the nurse Avery Phillips, and she sees you, and she sees that um, Marilyn is out of bed, and um, she goes to to run. Not so, not, not, not so fast. I can shoot this thing and you'll be dead. Come in here and explain this. And she sort of if you, if you take, yeah, if you take one step backwards out of that door, I'm going to fire around in your leg. You're she, not, she kind of comes in and, and she, she's not close the door and she closes the door. All right. Have a seat over there and explain all this. And she sits down and, and, um, Marilyn is, has has lied back down on the bed. She's just like sort of perched on the bed. Um, right. I'm going to leave it at that real quick, and I'm going to jump over to Miles, who is uh, no, actually I'm going to Jasmine and, and Richard. You guys are still waiting in the main room. You heard all the the kerfuffle go off, and 
and Aaron has run out into the snow. Um, so you guys assumed obviously to follow um, to follow off after Neville and Miles. Um, what would you guys like to do? For God's uh, sake, Joseph, get, get your rifles, man. They're under attack. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Chuck, uh, get, give, give everyone some weapons. Uh, I, I'll be right back. I just need to go and get something from my, uh, from my office. And he, he kind of walks off to, um, to, to go to the office. Um, give me, give me knowledge roles, Jasmine and Dr. Richard. 97. Past mine, uh, 64. I'm having Jasmine, a seat don't moment. know why, but you are drawn for something, something is, is telling you to follow Stuart. Um, you're just getting this, this, there's something telling you that you need to follow Stuart. So he's run off to his office and you, you're sort of following behind a little bit. And, um, he goes into his office and he leaves the door ajar and you go up to the, the door and you look in and there's a desk and he's behind the desk and behind him is a is a large statue of a wendigo and he gets behind the desk and he opens a book and he starts chanting just under his breath he just starts saying words and he pulls a knife from out under his desk and he cuts his hand and drops blood onto the book um do i hear like you know like is it like uh like kind of knows like is he speaking native or is he speaking like give me give me a just a general knowledge roll okay I got a 50. Pass. Cool. So you don't know the language, but for some reason, hearing this language is upsetting. It's like it's actually hurting you. Like it's something that you shouldn't be hearing. Like that's the best only way you can sort of describe it. Um, wait, meanwhile, in the main room, uh, Chuck has, has brought some rifles out for, for for you, Dr. Richard and Wentworth and stuff. And, and uh, you know, you obviously look around, um, Dr. Richard, and you notice that Stuart has gone, Jasmine isn't there, Aaron's gone, and Avery has gone. Um... I think I'm, I'm going to go and uh, to check on Jasmine. Cool, no problem. So um, you're gonna you you go off to Jasmine and you see her kind of cowering in the hallway. And she's Jasmine, are you, are you all right? It's He's... at that moment that um, Stuart obviously looks up from the from when he hears Doctor Richard speak, and he just smiles an evil grin at Jasmine. And then plunges the knife into his chest. 
Jesus, man, what are you doing? Um, oh my god! Hey. <laughs> Miles. So, you are, I'm assuming, making your way back. Yeah, I, I'm like, if I have presence of mind, I'm gonna, I'll grab Neville's uh, revolver. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be back, Neville. And starts just booking, backtracking right towards the the lodge at a at a sprint. Okay. So, give me a listen. Certainly. Uh, twenty-two. I think that should be work. Listen. Twenty-two. Yes, twenty-two out of forty. So you've gotten yourself a little spinned around obviously, while you're out in the snow and the blizzard's going on. So you, you weren't 100% sure of which direction you were going, but you knew you said to get back. Um, you hear a thump and you feel the ground shake. And then you hear another thump. And the, and the ground shakes. And then you feel as if there's something behind you. You look back, okay. So you look back and the wind parts, the wind parts, and this is what you see. Dear God. Roll me a 1D hundred. Oh jeez, 1D hundred. Okay, that would be this. Uh, 81. You just lost 81 sanity. <laughs> Miles, meet Ithaqua. <laughs> ne- negative, like, I'm gone. <laughs> um, so he, as you guys can see, he's as tall as the trees. He's enormous. Um, so he sort of looks down at you, Miles, and you just sort of like, I just like, uh, uh, uh. And you, you lift Neville's revolver to your temple and pull the trigger. All right. Well, this was... Let's, okay, now let's jump over to uh, Aaron. Aaron, so yeah, you're in, you are in the, <laughs> the cabin with Avery and Marilyn. Um, Marilyn, pretty much at this point, as is, is Avery starts, she starts to to scream and, and to convulse. All right. And this woman isn't talking to me? Avery's just sort of looking between you, the gun, and, and Marilyn. I really, really really don't have time for all of this. So I put a round into uh, it, uh, Avery. Is that her name? Avery? Yep, the nurse? Yeah, I put a bullet into her. Okay. Uh, roll me a um, yeah, roll me a, just a firearm. She's going to try and dodge. Well, That's an 18 thanks. out of so that isn't uh, Hold on. Cool. Uh, yeah, roll, still. Okay. Roll damage. What does the damage just the the rifle do? Um, 
Um, what's a standard rifle damage? Does anyone know? So I picked it up, but I never. I don't think I. No, I didn't write it down. Just a standard rifle. Yeah. What, like a thirty gauge or a forty-five gauge? Forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah. One D eight plus one D six plus. Goddamn. Your yeah. uh, plus three. That's okay. All right, so that is seven, seven points of damage. Um, so yeah, that's enough to, to do. You know, you put her down. She's not. She's not kind of messing up or anything. All right, and then I will turn the rifle onto Marilyn, and I'm like, sorry, but yeah, and I'll pull the trigger on her too. Okay. Uh, yeah. She's she's so weak and everything that it just you just kill her. She she's dead. Um, right. And then what are you going to do? And then I am going to actually do I I don't feel that rumble yet. Do I? Or is, is this like an in between? This is in between. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll try to make my way back to the um, to the main cabin. Okay. Um, as you enter the main cabin, you hear the yells of Jasmine and Richard from, obviously, what they encountered from Richard. Uh, what they encountered from Stuart. Okay, so I'm going to run in that area to see what's going on. Cool, no problem. Um, so yeah, you kind of get to them as they, as you see, you look in and you also see Stuart kind of killed over his, his desk. Uh, there's a dagger sticking out of his out of his stomach. Uh, there's a book open in front of him. What the hell has just happened here? He just stabbed himself. I don't I don't know. Uh, he's tried to take his own life. But what and then wait. wait a minute, what's that doing there? I point to the statue of the the Wendigo. I, I don't know. I just I just followed him I, I didn't trust what I, didn't, I don't know I didn't trust in my gut and I, I, he just started rambling off into that book and then cut himself and then let the blood drip into the book and then he just didn't he heard my grandfather coming around the corner and then he just turned and looked at us and smiled and just stabbed himself uh, we gotta get out of here we gotta find a way to get out of here Where, it's this, that, that this, moment uh, you guys hear the, the thump you guys yeah. hear the thudding I was going to say, where's Miles and Neville? They they, ch- they went out the door. I think I believe I, I told them right before they left. The uh, what uh, like you know some like the the woman and son were like uh, talking in uh, Native American tone, and uh, they were talking about like he brought something upon us, and, and it's at this moment that the, the window. <laughs> Screams oh. and you can hear the growls and the howls of the Wendigo. All right, well, she's not a shoot, you know. And I, I have uh, I have my rifle chamber. Um, do you know how to shoot, Jasmine? Yeah, I, I know how to use a handgun. I, 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 I had a little bit of practice rifle. I'm possible. Okay, well, let's let's get out here and, and try to protect the rest of these people. I mean, uh, we've got what three deaths on our here, not on our hands, but three deaths here so far. Jeez. This world's going to hell. 
all right, let's let's get out here and 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 try to protect these people as best we can. From what? From what up that those Wendigos? You know more about the Wendigos. Yeah, I don't. That's definitely not no Wendigo I know of. Whatever did that shaking? That sounded like it felt like an earthquake. Well, all right. Well, let's get out here and and at least set okay. Ourselves at the time you guys just made that discussion, you've walked out and everyone's dead. And the Wendigos, there's about four of them, and they're all just standing in the uh, thing. I've seen you now, and jumping at you. So hang on. Hey, one of them, two. Oh. Okay, so two, uh, three of them are pretty slow, but one of them is extremely quick. So roll, roll decks, the, th- the three of you. I got a 29 out of 80. I got a 6. I rolled 98 out of 50. 6 out of 7. I'm not so steady on my legs anymore. Jasmine, you make the first move. You don't have a gun on you. You've got your Derringer, but you didn't have it out. Um, Aaron, you make the next move. Sorry, so Jasmine, you're first. Then one of the, uh, the Wendigo. And then the other three Wendigo, uh, Aaron, the other three Wendigo, and then Richard. So, Jasmine, what do you want to do? You can um, run. I'm going to go and just pull my uh, Duranger. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all I got. <laughs> um, cool. Yep. So, uh, but I'm going to hold my act. Wait, is that an action to go and pull it out? I believe yeah, it is. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be an action to, to okay. prepare. Um, so one of the Wendigos is who was in the front? Probably Aaron. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Right, you with its claws? Did you want to roll dodge, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, I'll roll, roll dodge. Okay. That is thirty out of. He got a twenty-three. 40. So. Well, yeah. So yeah. yeah. He's okay. Out. So his damage is. Claws, so that is a 1d8 plus damage. Okay. Eight plus damage bonus. Okay. So he does seven damage to you, Aaron. Um, and as he comes down with the claws and swipes it across, um, your wig comes off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and a flow of beautiful red hair falls down. And Jasmine and Richard, you all of a sudden realize that Aaron is that beautiful red-headed woman who was at the train station. Huh? Well, I never saw that one coming. <laughs> Whoa. Um, the Wendigo is still coming for you, though, so... I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it, son of a bitch. You're going to shoot Broke it? My disguise, oh, yeah. Broke my disguise, you asshole. All right, that is a 53 
out of 60. Cool. Uh, give me a firearm. Like, get the damage, sorry. All right. All right, so that's five plus, you said, uh, plus three, right? So it's the damage plus three, was it? I think it was the da- uh, the, the firearm for rifle was, was it 1d8 plus 1d8, 1d6 plus, plus three. Plus three. All right, so yeah. then that's eight. Cool. So yeah, you knock it back. Doesn't quite kill it, but you you knock it back. You do a pretty decent damage. Now, Doctor Richard, you were handed a rifle because Archuk did come out with rifles and hand them off to everyone. So, what do you want to do? Well, I think I'll have to shoot it. Okay. Now, my understanding is I point the thin end at it. Yeah, that's that's I correct. This yeah. thing. All right. Uh, roll me a firearm. And the second Wendigo is coming for oh! Jasmine. This is one of those moments where you really need to have a top-down camera on your dice. I've <laughs> got 23 out of 25. Okay, yes. cool. So roll um, roll the same damage, uh, the damage uh, rifle. So it was 1d8, 1d6 plus 3. Yep. And Jasmine, I need you to roll me a dodge. That's a total of uh, I got a sixty out of I got five damage. Okay, so dodge. the first one I was just waiting there to see if the dog would bark six times. That, um, would quite, that would be quite the good. Wendigo, uh, the Wendigo that Aaron shot, you you finish off, Richard, Jasmine. You're not quick enough to dodge the second Wendigo. Um, so it is gonna roll damage. Okay. So he does nine damage to you, Jasmine. I'm dead. Um, It's at exact zero. It comes in and it clanks right on your chest and just basically rips in front of your chest off and you just kind of fall out all over the floor. Um, Seeing that, Dr. Richard is very upsetting. Um, so you kind of go into a bit of a psychotic rage and just start firing um, around the room and uh, you're actually a pretty good shot when you're, when you're doing that because you managed to headshot the other three Wendigo getting right between the eyes um, and so leaving just you and Aaron just standing there in the lobby with this distant thud, thud, getting closer to the house. Um, I'm, I'm going to um, drop That's the rifle. That's a sanity check, by the way, <laughs> Aaron and Richard. I'm going to drop the rifle and and, and, and cradle my, my granddaughter in my arms. Uh, I'm over 38 out of 62. How many do I take anyway? Uh, take take sanity off Aaron because it was pretty horrific what's happened. And me? What did you pass? I passed, yes. I think it's probably going to be, it's going to at least be a five because you just saw your granddaughter torn to shreds. Um, 
Yeah. So do I need to um, establish another thing, or am I just in the yeah. red mist still? I think you're in the red mist. You're just still in the kind of... Oh, in that case, if I'm in the red mist, I wouldn't have put the gun down. Yeah, no, you've still got that of things. Um, Aaron, what are you going to do? Uh, let's see. How many of them are, are still up, or did he knock down all of them? He, he, he knocked down all of the Wendigo. He said that there's this big rumbling. I'm going to try to run out the back. I'm hearing this thing coming from the front. I'm going to try to run out the back. Okay, um, so you run out the back of the house, and um, do you look back? No, <laughs> I'm just out of here. <laughs> and my disguise and my disguise has been can, blown. As you as you exit the house, you can feel the presence of something behind you. All right, Give me a power my... check. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's another point that I have. Oh, no, that's... Uh, that, ooh, I got a 12. Yeah, so you fight the urge to turn back, um, right. and you just run off into the woods. Um, Dr. Richard, uh, you're just... I think you're too stricken to kind of... I'm, I'm just going to stand and fire it at whatever it is. Um, all that happens is is the wind just slowly starts to sort of die down and things and, and so the, the, the thumping got louder and louder and louder and then it just sort of pulled away and it got it got further and further away and, and then as you kind of came out of the, the red mist and you looked around and saw everything the way it was and just it, that's when everything sort of hits you and just the, the full emotion of of everything just hits and, and the insanity of what's just happened um you probably kind of got up and, and did a bit of looking around um you probably went to the, the guest room the, the guest house you found marilyn with the gunshot wound i, I think at that point i'd just break down and start crying yeah probably. And that is how we're going to end the adventure, guys. Because most of you are dead. <laughs> can, can I say that I read somewhere? Now, did I get caught out in a snowstorm and die, or did I find, like, run back to that give town? Me a, and... Give me a luck roll, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> or should I say, Aaron? Aaron. Yep. Aaron. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Nope. I've got a 70 out of unfortunately you got all spun around in the snow and you you had to yeah you died from frost severe frostbite okay. and pneumonia sorry right, cool. no that's cool now you have to explain yes explain, explain i'm okay so, so first things first obviously to explain uh so joseph sutton was a banker he used to do books for the Irish mob. Ah. That's why he was so successful. When he committed suicide, the mob didn't believe that was the case. They were like, nah, something's fishy. So they sent a hitman to go and work out what really happened, which happened to be Aaron O'Connor. Also I knew it was I knew it. I said that last week, didn't I, after the game? I bloody knew it. I told who, you. Um, who was a woman? Who I didn't get woman. that bit. I didn't get that bit. 
Um, so Erin <laughs> turned up at the house, met the real Aaron Stanton, found out all the information that he knew, and as you guys arrived, he cut Aaron's throat. She cut Aaron's throat and assumed his identity. We never checked his room. Nope. Sure didn't. <laughs> so when you guys left the house, Aaron called the mob, told them to break into the house, take the money, trash the place, and look like it was a robbery. And take the body of the, the real Yeah, and Aaron. take um, Aaron's, the real body of Aaron away. Um, so about a year ago, Stuart Sutton got lost out in the wilderness. And he was about to die. And he called out to anyone listening to save him. Luckily for him, someone was, he- was listening. It was Ithaqua, uh, the Windwalker, a great old one. And Ithaquas basically made a deal. He said, I will save you if you serve me. And Stuart agreed. And so Ithaqua saved him. And a few months later, Stuart took his wife and children out to Maine and slaughtered them in offering to Ithaqua. Uh, a few months later, he invited Joseph and Marilyn out to Maine, where Ithaqua possessed Stuart's body and raped Marilyn, impregnating her with the seed of Ithaqua, which is why it was all the black stains. And basically, she was holding the child of a great old one. So she was going to die either way. Like, she was gone. That was why she was, she was feeling more comfortable out in the snow and things. Um, so, so I'm not a monster. I, I, I did the right thing by killing her. Sure. I still think you're a monster. I, I think. <laughs> um, Joseph, so what happened was Joseph and Marilyn had their memories wiped, but Joseph had faint memories of what was going on and through the psychiatrist, so Dr. Harrod's workings and things, he was actually starting to remember what happened, what occurred. So he realized... And Joe, and so Stuart had to kill him. Um, Stuart had a, a, a spell that Ithaca granted him called Cold Warning, and this allowed him to freeze Dr. Harrod the way he did. Um, he was able to kind of travel on like the wind and then kind of the extreme temperature to freeze Dr. Harrod. Mm. Um, so the face that you saw, oh, in the distance, the all back, back. that was Stuart. So that's how he knew of you guys investigating the case and sent the Wendigo to attack you on the train um, and things like that. Now, the mask that you found, Neville, so you hid it in the room. You, you, you guys left it in the room. If you had that on you, the Wendigo can't go near you and it gives you a 50% chance of dispelling Ithaca, but you left it in the room. <laughs> I passed out when I put it on, so... Yeah. Um, but so yeah, once you have it and things, if you had it on you at that point, that the the Wendigo wouldn't have been able to touch you or Miles. It kind of dispels them. It's an ancient kind of um, it's it's called a Machibo mask. Um, it's a tribal mask, handcarved from wood, painted white, depicts a rabbit-like creature, um, and yeah, it keeps the Wendigo away from you. And it gives you a, a chance of spelling uh, of Ithaca. But unfortunately, because of what happened, it wasn't uh, possible. Um, and 
yeah the, so the wendigo are meant to a normally this kind of happens he he um Stuart is killing off the people of the 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 house over a few days um but i i, I think it worked a lot better with especially when aaron so basically erin oh. she had tried to kill dominic and rose in new york but it had failed and so dominic and rose had gone into hiding erin didn't know that dominic and rose were going to be at the hunting lodge but as soon as erin realized that they were at the hunting lodge instead of you know kind of playing it cool and easy she killed them straight away which is when it was like cool people have started dying i'm gonna have to get the you know the wendigo attacks and everything were gonna happen sooner rather than so easy. whenever i saw the woman like upstairs that i thought was rose that was erin so that the flash Aaron. of red was her hair. That was her hair. So you guys met Erin, obviously, at Maestro's and on the train station. And when you met, met me at Maestro's, I was coming. Remember how Aaron uh, said that he had to go and get like a, an advance in his money for the trip? Well, that was her preparing for her, you know, for the trip. And so when she bumped into you guys, she bumped into you as... I almost figured it out with the makeup thing. Yeah, I know. So the makeup was was. Out. I was over here, you know, sniggering a little bit. I was like, "They're gonna find me out. They're gonna find me out." So just before the game today, I had Aaron uh, roll a dex and a disguise. So the dex was to climb out the window of the room he'd gone into, dressed as Rose, to climb around the outside of the wall to get into his own room and dress up as Aaron. Um, yeah. Which he did, except he forgot to put in his contacts, which is why you guys saw him with green eyes. Uh, mm. And I wouldn't have been able to say, oh, there's another Rose that went into a room because I was out of yeah, my mind. That was, that, that, that was perfect. <laughs> that was not my man. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's finish it up. We can continue talking after. Our players sure. included Stuart Lifley, Mick Swan, Wayne Worthy, Dakota Davis, and myself with uh, Zane Fleming as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs of our show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom <coughs> with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.